Thanksgiving. And this is a really good time to set aside a few moments to give thanks to God. That's what I want to do with you today. On Thanksgiving, one of the traditions that's a real old one, and it still happens on some people's tables, is to have what's called a, a cornucopia. And you might have that on your table this Thanksgiving. It's often kind of a wick, wicker basket, and it will be filled with um, apples, walnuts, little pumpkin gourds, fallish kinds of things, food kind of things. There's a story behind that that will help us as we look to God in gratitude today. It's actually part of uh, ancient mythology, Greek mythology. Uh, according to the story of the origin of the gods, Zeus, the heads of the gods on Mount Olympus, was actually the child of Kronos. And he was not a good dad. He ate his first five children because there had been a prophecy that one of them would usurp him. And by the time Zeus came around, uh, Kronos' wife, Rhea's maternal instinct kicked in and she gave him a stone instead of little baby Zeus. And Zeus was outsourced to a cave and a goat was apparently involved in helping to raise Zeus. And at some point, in some fashion, the goat's horn was broken off and Zeus gave to it the magical power to be filled with whatever it is, whatever kind of foodstuff or drink that it is that somebody would want. So it became the horn of plenty. Uh, corn, like unicorn, just having one horn and uh, copia, like to take copious notes, you're taking lots of notes, horn of plenty. But then, of course, in the tradition of the people of Israel and uh, those of us who follow Jesus. Our God is a very different God, the story of our God and his goodness. And he is a God of abundance. There is plenty with our God, not just in terms of material good, but of spiritual good, of love and joy and peace. And he wants to make that available all the time. And all of life is a gift. And so we're invited to see that taste and see that the Lord is good. And we have to do this. We have to be attentive to it. Learning uh, gratitude is something that we learn because we're all victims of what's sometimes called the negativity bias. It takes five positive comments to overcome the power of one negative one um, because survival favors those who are able to see when there's a problem. We all skew in that direction. Somebody, I don't know who it was, put it this way. Uh, it just takes one cockroach to spoil a whole bowl of cherries. But on the other hand, a single cherry does nothing to improve a bowl full of cockroaches. And so we are invited in the scripture to make Thanksgiving our frame of reference for life. So Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians 5, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for your life. Give thanks all the time. Or in Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, at the climax of this great run of what a good life looks like, Paul says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Make thanks a part of what you do all the time. There was an old pietist expression in the 17th century uh, in, in German, which was that language where it was originally formed. It was simply the expression, Thanking is thinking. And apparently, even in English, in Old English, both the word think and the word thank initially were thank, T-H-A-N-C. They came from the same root. And the idea behind it is that if I'm thinking rightly, I will see everything that I look at, these books behind me, the people who wrote them, 
the folks who would publish them, people who drive trucks to deliver them, the chair on which I sit, the earth at which I look from inside here. It's all a gift. It's all a gift. It's all a gift. And if I'm thinking rightly, thinking is thinking. It simply becomes impossible to think about anything without seeing that even my ability to think is a gift for which I am to be thankful. Robert Emmons talks about four facets of thanksgiving. So as you move forward, when you keep thanks, we're going to stop the gratitude challenge today, but you keep it going. I'm going to keep it going. He talks about these four facets to be a thankful person. One is intensity. Um, do I feel gratitude weekly or I think about Deborah Tannen wrote about her aunt who was obese and balding and elderly and she fell in love with a man and she was telling him about a lunch one time and he asked her, what did you wear? And she was recounting that to Deborah afterwards. Said, do you have any idea how long it's been since somebody asked me what I wore? She was intensely grateful that someone was paying attention to her. And then there's frequency of gratitude. Do I experience it often? My friend Gary was saying when he wakes up in the morning, he's an atheist until he has coffee and can take a look at the Bible. So when I wake up, do I experience gratitude? When I go to sleep at the end of the day, all through the day, what's the frequency of gratitude? And then span of gratitude. Do I tend to restrict it to just one thing, to food or physical pleasure? Or am I obsessed with my work so I'm only grateful when that goes well? Uh, am I aware of what a gift my health is? If I, am I aware of what a gift it is to be able to learn or to be able to talk or um, to look at the broad range of gifts of life? So that's uh, the issue of what's the span of my gratitude. And then there's what's called density of gratitude. And that's um, how many people am I thankful for? It's striking that the Apostle Paul over and over and over when he would write to people, he would say, I thank my God upon every remembrance of you. I'll think about that when I look at my wife and I watch the way that she is interested in people and will ask questions to connect with them in ways that just would not occur to me. And it creates this thick network is too workish, uh, strategic a word to use, web community of heartfelt connections that leads to great joy and great gratitude. So I want to think about my life in a way that leads to gratitude. To think is to thank. And I want it to be done with great intensity and uh, across a wide span and with regular frequency, increasing frequency and with great density for all the people in my life. So now, so now, today is Thanksgiving. We're to take a few moments for you and me to give thanks to God. I want to invite you right now to close your eyes if you'd like to, unless you're driving. Relax your body. Be aware of the fact that God, who has given us everything and is present, is here right now. And he brings to us a cornucopia of gifts, a rich abundance of goodness. And now you can breathe in, and I'll read a few sentences from my friend Neil Planiga and his book that's going to be coming out on gratitude. And then as you breathe out, just breathe the words, thank you, God. Thank you, God. What gifts from God are in my life's cornucopia? The blessings of creation, surging oceans, miles of clean sand and dunes along freshwater lakes, murmuring streams, 
Still palms on which Canadian geese ski to a stop. Flower, shrubs, shrubs, trees, birds that sing in the trees. Thank you, God. Woodpeckers then answer each other in rat-a-tat staccato. They didn't have to exist. Landscapes, seascapes, mountain vistas, the taste of sweet corn, fresh fish, colorful berries, the feel of a puppy's coat. Thank you, God. The blessings of providence, rescue in time of trouble, avoidance of trouble, bad things that never happened, food, drink, restful sleep, Wise and loving friends who would not dream of saying, I told you so. Life crises that changed us for good, pointing us in a different direction. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. The written word of God in Scripture. Forgiveness of sin. Resurrection of the body. Life everlasting, hope and love and friendship through Jesus. Thank you, God. Guys who get in their pickups and travel hundreds of miles to provide disaster relief for strangers. Parents, children, Dogs that howl affectingly when hearing a violin. Angels that visit us when we are not looking. Thank you, God. Who am I? Who are we? That you should give to us the gift of life. Bodies and minds. Friends and good work to do. Hope in the future. As Quig used to say, we have a lot to be grateful for. I'll be in touch soon to tell you what's coming up for the Advent Christmas season. In the meantime, I'm grateful for you. <laughs>